After the Jews digest the slanderous report from the Miraglim about how bad Eretz Yisrael was going to be, it says in the Pasuk that they all cry together on that night. What is the meaning that they all cry specifically on that night? So Chazal say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to us, you cry that night for no reason, I will give you a reason to cry on that night. And what's taking place is that the night that the spies came back and told everybody and everyone was crying and weeping was the night of Tisha B'Av. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was punishing us for that, that later on in Jewish history we'll have something real to cry about, the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash on the night of Tisha B'Av, the same exact calendar date. But what's the meaning? That because the spies cried and the, Jewish, the Jews cried on that night, we'll cry on that night again in the future. How does crying serve as a catalyst for further crying? So there's a beautiful idea based upon the morale about the last ape sukkim in the Torah. The last ape sukkim in the Torah described Moshe Rabbeinu's death. So the Gemara in Baba Basra Menachos asks, we know that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the whole Torah. So how can it be that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote his own death? What is he, is he writing something that didn't yet happen? Is he lying? He says, it says in the Pasuk, and Moshe Eved Hashem died. Can Moshe write those words before he dies while he's still alive? It doesn't make sense. So there's one opinion in the Gemara that write that Moshe didn't write it, it was only Yehoshua, and it has certain problems with that opinion. But then eventually the Gemara says that the answer is, is that instead of writing with ink, Moshe wrote it with tears. And since he wrote it with tears, everything is understandable. But the question is, how is it understandable at all? What's the difference if Moshe Rabbeinu writes the words with tears, he writes it with ink? Either way, he's writing the words. Whether it's magical, supernatural with tears, or it's regular ink, the bottom line is, is that Moshe wrote and Moshe died while he was still alive. So who cares if he did it while he was crying or not? How does it make sense? How can Moshe, how can the Moshe write about his death before it happens? So the morale says that we see from here from this Gemara, that when a person feels that something imminent that's going to happen has already set in, there's already a sadness about it, there's already tears, there's anguish, the sense of yish, of hopelessness, that there's nothing that can stop it, and they're already mourning for something that's going to happen, then it has become a reality at that point. So when Moshe Rabbeinu was crying over his death, then it wasn't a false statement to say that Moshe died because the reality of death began at that moment. At the moment that Moshe was crying over his death, then the sense of death had already begun. And that's what the, the, the essence of tears are. The tears of years, there are many different types of tears, but the tears of years, of anguish, of saying that there's no hope, I'm going to die and it's just inevitable at this point and he's crying over that fact then the sense of death had already set in. So as long as Moshe Rabbeinu was crying when he was writing the words, then the Gemara saw no problem. There was nothing missing in the truth. For Moshe Rabbeinu, when he's alive, to write, Vayam Hashem Moshe Eved Hashem, it's a truthful statement. If he's crying about his death, then there's a sense of death right now. And that's exactly what it was with the Miraglim as well. If the Jewish people would have had a bad attitude about going to Eretz Yisrael, we would have been able to survive it. Had they just complained about going to Eretz Yisrael also, we would have survived it. But when the Jews cried, about Eretz Yisrael, the sense of Yish, the sense that we're doomed in Eretz Yisrael, there had, there, it created a reality that there was a death within Eretz Yisrael. The very tears of Yish about the hopeful future towards Israel is what creates 
destruction itself. So Hashem says, you cry on this night, you're going to have a real reason to cry. It's not just you cry, I'll give you a real reason to cry, like we'd say to a child. It's something much more. Hashem is saying, by you crying, by you having the yish about Israel, you have just created destruction itself, that the tears of yish actually make destruction. And it's such a powerful takeaway for us when we're trying to have hope, when we're trying to believe in better times, when we're trying to think about something much better. We can tear, we can cry for many different reasons. We can be all emotional. But one thing that we try always is never to have total yish, never to give up total hope, never to believe that there's death and that's it and there's nothing more and it's over. Because the second we do that, actually our very thoughts and tears themselves are creating destruction.